welcome to Input This. I'm Meg Voles, and here's what I did with comprehensible in my cla- comprehensible input in my classroom that rocked this week. One wonderful thing I discovered are QR codes. I think I heard about this from reading about Teach Like a Pirate, which I first heard of uh, via Annabelle Allen, aka La Maestra Loca. Definitely check out her blog. So. I have seen QR codes. They're like a little square that's black and white. And I thought that you needed an app to open them or something. But as I discovered, and this is really cool, I just Googled how to open a QR code with an iPhone. You just open the camera on your iPhone, point it at the QR code, and a link automatically pops up. Now, I had read via Teach Like a Pirate to just put a QR code on the on like the overhead screen and see if any of your students scan it. I use a lot of Google Forms in my classroom on questionnaire mode for quick comprehension checks. And lately, I have been doing bell ringers, even though I never have before, but just to kind of get class going with some input. And I thought, hey... Instead of pencil paper, because paper's floating all over my room, why not use the Google Form questionnaire mode? So I set up about 10 questions, and my goal right now is for students to feel confident with French, because I've heard a few of them saying, I can't read French, I can't read French. So I want them to feel like they can read a sentence in French and understand what it means. And then also the fact that French sounds a lot different than it looks, I think can really throw that effective filter very high. So here's what I did to help my students feel more confident. On the Google Form questionnaire mode, I put sentences like, J'adore les chiens, je veux une chien. And then two choices in English, either I adore dogs, I want a dog, or I hate dogs, I don't want any dog. So there are cognates, and it's not too difficult, it's not a trick question to decide what the English version is, right? And I found that my students are kind of picking up on the, that when they see je ne veux pas, or je je n'ai pas, when they see a negative formation, they're picking up, they can recognize that's a negative. So I worked a lot with like, you know, I want a dog, I would say in target language, I want a dog. I adore dogs doesn't mean I want a dog or I don't want a dog because they've kind of gotten the hang of it. Um, So I did 10 of those and then here is the fun part. On questions 11 and 12, I uh, I asked them in English, what's one thing you have but don't want? And then what's the one thing you um, want but don't have? Or actually the first one. One thing you want but don't have. Second question, you have but don't want. I asked it in English. I said answer in English. And I made this an open-ended question. So the uh, format is paragraph on Google Questionnaire. And I made sure it was zero points. Because on Google Form Questionnaire mode, they can automatically see their score. And they love that instant feedback. I've kind of in the past thought, oh my god, instant feedback is admin speak. And I, I hate it. But for them to instantly see, okay, I understood it or I didn't, they like seeing that. And I tell them when they get 8 out of 10, that's great, awesome. Or 10 out of 10. And a lot of them did get 10 out of 10. They really love it, boosts the confidence. So Google Forms questionnaire mode a win for me. Now, on after, you know, the bell ringer was up, 
on the overhead, I looked at the questionnaire mode. I looked at the answers. I went over the sentences and did a little bit of circling and comprehension checks like what part of je veux un chien means I want. And they all shout out, je veux. I love comprehension checks like this. I'll have to make some Google. I'll have to make like show notes or something because it's a Martina Bex has on her website different forms of comprehension checks and I love it because it's like a little table and switching up the type of comprehension checks you do really keeps it fresh for you and for the kids also. So anyway, I did that and then I went and looked at the open-ended answers to what you want but don't have and what you have but don't want. And I said, okay guys, which of these do you think is most interesting for us to make a story with? Because have and want are high frequency verbs. So some of the funny things that they want but don't have were things like a lot of money, or they wrote a million dollars. So to kind of comprehensify it, I made it a lot of money. And when we wrote a story about that, I, underneath the word for money, I made a dollar sign and they know what Boku is by now because I make my arms really big. Um, Gestures are really huge. I also recommend you... Look up on YouTube Tina Harganen Body and Voice Skills for Teaching with Comprehensible Input. She's a great coach at it. My advice, dude, just be a total ham because it really helps supplement your input. And then the kids have actually said stuff to me like, oh, you're such a good actor, madame. It just helps so much, the physicality. Anywho, so, want but don't have. Uh, we wrote, you know, a lot of money. So we did like, I, I said to them, who is the character? And we decided it would be someone in class. And sometimes I pick someone quieter. Sometimes I pick someone more outgoing. But I never pick someone who'd already been a character. Because I like to switch it up a little bit. And sometimes I pick the person who, um, who had given the answer. Because you can see on Google Form. You can click on the questionnaire mode to sort all of the answers onto a Google spreadsheet. And then I can control F like a million dollars. And I can see because I collected the email addresses. Okay, like... Kyle said he wanted that or whatever. So um, we made a story, wants a lot of money but doesn't have a lot of money. And then I made it like, you know, one day the, sol- the solution was that um, someone robs a bank. And that, I didn't even have to write the word in English underneath cambriolet because we kind of acted out robbing a bank. And then um, the robbing a bank one, we turned, I love the twist ending. We turned it into, um, you know, there is a problem. The, the, the chef, you know, the boss of the bank is a secret agent. And then it turns out he's a double agent. And um, il quitte la, la banque. Like, he leaves the bank, you know, with all the money. Some funny ones for something I have but don't want were things like a girlfriend. So, um, I asked the kids, you know, why. And they were these great, like answers because they use high frequency language like it's too much high frequency it's too much attention they need too much attention or it's too much effort um so we did stories with it's too much effort so someone uh fakes his death i just put face on blonde de morir fakes his death and then you know assume une nouvelle identité assumes a new identity 
So there were these great mini stories. They're about a paragraph long. But one great thing that's working for my chattier classes is I ask them, okay, take out a piece of paper, write down the French, and write down the English version of it as we tell the story together. Now, in the olden days, I would have said, they just need to pay attention. They don't need to write it down. But writing it down is a really good trick to keep them, let's say, in a more academic, scholarly mindset in class instead of struggling with talking and everything. Um, So that I highly recommend. I know that, like, Tina Harganen with... By, by the end of the year when she's doing her write and discuss, the kids are always writing it down. If you want them to be writing it down already at the beginning of the year, go for it. Even if it's not what I consider or used to consider pure, comprehensible input interaction strategies, you got to be comfortable and relaxed in your classroom with your students. And a big part of that is them not interrupting. So I definitely recommend that trick. Other times I would have them, you know, write out the the French and then the English at the end. And then for some students that I know feel frustrated with writing or if I feel that maybe they're going to process better um, orally, I would just go, okay, you don't have to write it. You can just say it out loud to me. And then I would go around the room and kind of coach them or if there were students who seemed a little like unsure anxious or I felt that they needed some more scaffolding I would say okay you two can read the paragraph out loud to me in English so they're looking at the French telling me what it means in English and you can coach each other when one of you is unsure of a line they'd like switch off lines and coach each other and they're getting all these extra reps of the language which is awesome and I was so happy because I have a student And I wasn't sure if he was into reading, if he was a frustrated reader, or if he had just not gotten that spark for love of reading that an ideal literacy education, you know, provides. But he read me the whole paragraph in English with no coaching. And I was just amazed. And at this point, when they they read a whole paragraph to me, They can tell me what the whole thing means in English. It feels like a super win to me. Especially these kids who tell me that they hate reading and they just want to read on their phones. So I guess the next step for me, I really want to slowly build up a free choice reading program. Because I've embarrassingly never really done that in my classroom. And I'm nervous because my kids don't say they don't like reading. But, you know, it's a goal. So when I do that, I will discuss it. But, yes, put up a QR code. The kids aim their camera at it on their phone. It just pops up. Every single student in my class almost said, Madame, this is raw. And I love that reaction. And even one of my students said, Where do you find all these little things? And it made me smile so big because that's why I love teaching. Finding new little exciting hacks and tricks and sharing them with my students because as my friend Stephanie and I always say if I'm bored in the classroom they sure as hell are bored and when I'm having fun they're having fun too 
So definitely recommend this. It just pops up. Uh, you can write in target language, you know, scan with your phones. I wrote Scania Vecvo Portabla. And do that little Google questionnaire for your bell ringer and then the open-ended questions that you can build a story with. Have fun with it, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.